All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, here we go again. Borderline Offensive episode number six. Is there such a thing as a lucky number six? I think it's just lucky number seven. Well, I'm going to call it my lucky number six episode. Got a great guest. I'm super excited to welcome to the show today. For some of you, this song might be a little bit of a hint. Although, like myself and others, I, I choose to not be defined by any single thing. So, I don't know. Maybe he'll enjoy that I selected this music, and maybe he'll, he'll rather we focus on other fantastic things about him and his wonderful contributions to society <laughs> all right well with that without further ado let me welcome to the show a real someone i'm i'm super proud to say that i think i've made the cut i think i've made the cut i'm on the list somewhere there uh you know time gets away from you but i'm proud to say that i'm welcoming a good friend of mine mr brett Wagner to the show. Thank you, Jamie. I was actually glad you didn't say Kyle Wagner. So many of us, so many people get the two of us confused. But I was hoping you had the right one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So thanks. Yeah, for, for those of you who don't know, I have a twin brother, and uh, yeah, so um, we we get confused an awful lot, and we look more like now in our mid to late forties than we did in our in our teens. So. Yeah, we get mistaken quite often, and my brother has quite the Twitter following and quite the Instagram following, so, uh, yeah. So, I, I was actually surprised when I got the invite. Surprised and thank you. Oh, you're, you're painting yourself uh, out to be someone, you know, somewhat of a boring guy, right? That's what you're no, no, sounding no. like. You're more, far from that. Far more, from that. He's more of an intellectual. I'm more interesting. So, I, I, I understand. I well, understand you, but. Well, I'm I'm glad you touch I'm glad you touched on it uh, because as you kind of mentioned, there are going to be a number of people, quite a few, I'm sure, uh, who who know exactly who you are. But there's you know maybe uh, out of my three listeners in Indiana, there's probably one or two that that have never met you and don't know. So thank you for kind of covering that, which which I was planning on doing uh, here in a few minutes. So you kind of saved me that trouble here. Oh, bailing me yeah. out always, still just like. 30 there years ago, go. right? So some things, yeah. <laughs> some things never change. All right. So, so as Brett, as Brett mentioned, uh, uh, he does have a twin brother, Kyle, and we'll get into that in just a few more minutes. Uh, we, uh, we'll, we'll get into more details also of our history, uh, playing against each other, uh, being on the same team and, you know, lots of just other other uh, experiences that we've shared together uh, through childhood and high school and our younger years. But let me stop for a second. I can't, for some reason I was thinking about this the other day and I'm ashamed to say that I, that I can't remember who's older you or Kyle. Oh, Kyle's 10 minutes older. How many minutes? Yep. Kyle's 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes older. Ten minutes yep. older. Okay. Okay. So he, he was, Kind of in that situation where he kind of shoved you out of the way and said, you know, me yep, first. And he's, and he's been doing, he's been doing my speaking ever since. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's funny. Well, for those who know Kyle, we'll get a kick 
so let's just let's get into it. I have such a long list of of things to to talk about here. Did you like the intro? I did. You did? Oh yeah, I did. I um well, I mean I I I think I've shared my my past with you as far as my love affair with baseball and then my kind of love-hate relationship with baseball. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm certainly back into a love relationship with it now. Um, yeah, but there was a dark period when after I'd walked away from the game, I literally couldn't, I couldn't stand to watch it, couldn't mm-hmm. stand anything about it because I, you know, had such a bad experience when I was with the, um, when I was with the A's, actually. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so uh, you know, I, I want this to, to be free-flowing, and we're going to talk, but let's hit rewind here. You are you are super far ahead of me, uh, just like okay. just like sprints back in, uh, back in the right. day. You're super far ahead of me here. So we're going to hit the rewind button here for a second and go way, way, way back. So pl- very special place in my heart. Uh, for for many reasons, but uh, you know, has to do with with your entire family. I don't want to want to shortchange anyone else in your family, but but your grandfather, Pap, right? So mm-hmm. you know who who unfortunately we lost, you know, uh, shortly after the Little League World Series, which we're going to get to here in a few minutes as well. But do yeah. I recall that correctly? Your, your Pap did he play professional baseball? He was a um, he was a catcher, and he he got an invitation to try out for the Indians. Okay. And you know, back in those days, I, I want to say they offered him um, the heck thirty three dollars a week or something. I don't know why that number sticks in my head, but I think they offered him like thirty three dollars a week. Um, and he was married, and, and he turned it down. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, things was. weren't things obviously weren't the same in those days as they are now. So um, yeah, he was. He was quite the ball player and has plenty of Belmont trophies. Um, yep. Played in the West Branch League for years and was president of the West Branch League for years. And um, yeah, he was he was our hero. He was yep. our hero. Yeah, we lost him in the summer of 2015. Yeah, yeah. So right right after that little series run. Yep. That's right. That's right. And the thing that I was never, I never really. I, I guess I never knew this history as well, if there are, if there is any, but, uh, your dad was always in real good shape. Uh, is probably in better shape today than, than I am, uh, or maybe ever was, <laughs> but what sports did he play? Did your, what your mother was, is, I don't want to say was, you know, that's suggesting, yeah. but, but were both of your parents athletic as well in their day? Oh yeah, mom was a, mom was a gymnast. Uh, dad was basketball. No, they didn't put. They didn't have football. At, uh, he went to West Snyder, uh, which is in Snyder County. Um, he played basketball, soccer, and baseball. Yeah, so soccer was a big sport okay. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. your mom was a gymnast. Been in the blood. Mom was a gymnast. Gotcha. Yep. 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 Okay. I, I and I just never knew. I mean, I could you could tell, and I kind of thought that they both were athletes. You know, in their time, not that their time has passed them by, but uh, I, I, I just was never sure exactly what what sports they they may have played. It's kind of interesting yeah. because, uh, like you're you're talking about your dad. I don't know if you, I think you do. Well, I know you know Coach Craig, former you know coach at Cedarcliff, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you know much about his background. And I can't remember the school uh, that he went to. Uh, 
it might have been an orphanage at one time or was, but but they didn't have all the sports. I think he did gymnastics. I mean, what didn't he do? You know, oh, I don't even yeah. think they. Oh, yeah. I don't actually even think they had wrestling at his at his high hmm. school. He did gymnastics. He did a number of things, like eight different things, and then went on and and played in in college and you know was kind of a legend as we know back there in central oh, yeah. Pennsylvania. But but so your dad's kind of, was kind of in that same thing, right? They had limited. Not that he would have played other sports, but I mean, he he was limited as far as what he could. Oh yeah, play. yeah. No, he he definitely would have played football. I know he uh, he talked about that a lot, or he talks about that a lot. But yeah, uh, yeah. Soccer was big. Soccer was big. Just too small of a school to have a football program. Yeah, yeah. I we got so much to cover here. I want to kind of I want to get into our first experiences, which I know, I think I remember more than you guys do uh, at the youth level. And I mean, like really young, probably like eight years old or so. And it's kind of, wow. it's kind of funny. I, I always talk, I, I not always talk about this, but I love bringing this up. Uh, you know, I, I'm far from a, uh, I won't even say Rhodes scholar. Um, heck, I would have, it would have been nice if I could have just made the honor roll once, but I, I guess what I'm saying to you is that, that intelligence is not something uh, that's considered one of my strengths, right? Okay. Let's just get that out of the way. So having, having said that one thing I remember about the first time that our paths ever crossed, you guys played basketball at the YMCA. Uh, I think it was West shore YMCA. I don't know how many years. Do you remember okay. playing basketball there? Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yep, yep. Yeah. And I remember, and I remember because my coach, uh, my coach at the time, kind of gave me a hard time, which later I then kind of recalled. And as a, an older person, even a teenager, I realized how ridiculous it was, and how funny, and how much I would make fun of somebody right now if that was the same thing. So. <laughs> But it was really early on, so you got to cut me a break. And again, I'm not that intelligent. But the bottom line is, I remember playing against you guys, and I had the unfortunate responsibility of guarding one of you. That's that's kind of an indication of where I'm going with this story. Not you, not Kyle. I was I was I was asked to guard one of you, and yeah. every other time down the court, I we would be I would be lost. And I would think that I'm guarding one person, but the coach knew I was supposed to be guarding another one. And I just couldn't understand. I, could, I couldn't understand why I wasn't following this and why, why I, wasn't, I wasn't following instructions and guarding the right person. Because obviously you guys both look alike. And forgive me and because I I, we had similar numbers too. Well, I, I was, think we had twenty three and thirty two, something just to yeah. just to throw off you. And that, but and that's exactly <laughs> it because you know ultimately, and I don't remember what the numbers were, but but the coach finally stopped and he said, "Look, I understand. They look they look exactly alike, <laughs> but you see those things on the on their back? They're called numbers, and they're different. They don't have the same number. So look at that instead of their face." That so, was you. I distinctly remember the coach pulling both of us over to the opposing huddle. I bet you, yes. I had no idea that was it, you. Bringing you over and sh I guarantee, I don't even remember that specifically, but you know yeah. what? It sounds extremely familiar because he was making an exhibit. Yes, he was showing me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that was me. 
That was me. Genius. Genius at large. (laughs) (laughs) So little did I know that that was just the, uh, the beginning of what the future was going to hold in terms of, uh, uh, unpleasant experiences, uh, against you guys. So let's go through those. Let's get these out of the way. And I know you guys, you guys are humble guys, so you're not going to, you're not going to sit around and brag. You know, I, I like to give, as you know, I like to talk a little bit of trash, but I usually don't have anything to back up. I just talk trash, but you guys actually have it to back up. So let's just kind of, let's just get some of this other stuff out of the way. And I'm just going to, I'm going to say two words, Wirt Field. Yeah. I mean, there's, there, there, are, there are athletes, you know, who was it? Bob Euchre. Who, do you remember the stories? Bob Euchre owned somebody. Was it Gibson? There was a pitcher that he, Uh, Oh, and he was afraid he was going to keep him out of the Hall of Fame or something. Yeah, something or other. And and you know what? That's probably not the same. Maybe I should use the analogy of Michael Jordan at uh, uh, at, uh, Madison Square Garden. You know, Jordan was great anyway, but every time he played at Madison Square Wirt Field was your Madison Square. I mean, look, there were a lot of fields that you were at Madison Square Garden. I'm not going to lie. But you just... You just literally owned, they should have put like a, a plate, you know, out there almost on route 15. Um, I, re- I remember in, in, in an all-star tournament, one of many that, that we, uh, Lower Allen played Redland. Uh, but come on, you, you, you have to remember playing it. Oh, Redland. those are, those are fine, fine memories. <laughs> yeah. oh, we, we were just, we were just at Workfield and I was reminiscing about some of those some of those blasts against the yeah around. yeah over <laughs> yeah. the trees you know yeah trees that oh well, I was disappointed I was I've had two home runs in a row into the trees and then and then you guys were debating whether to pitch to me and and you did and I hit him off the fence and I was so mad that's right I couldn't, I couldn't get over the fence for the third time you just you just I think you guys were fine relief like oh. You just yeah. took the story exactly. You you hit two bombs over the trees, yeah. like trees that are. I mean, I'm not going to embellish. Some people, you know, embellish stories, as we know. Wilt Chamberlain, they were there. You know, all these different things. I'm not going to embellish. And even though I was a little kid at that time, uh, you know, things look different or bigger. But I'm telling you, those trees had to be 20 feet high. Is my guess. Is that fair? Yeah. At least. Now. <laughs> yeah, they had to be at least 20 feet high. They were outside the fence, you know, and here's this kid, this man child. And really not. You weren't, you know, you I weren't that big, big kid, but, but you played yeah. like you were 18 at that age, you know, with the, like Mike Tyson throws punches, yeah. right? I you, hit a lot of you swung with those intentions, which we're going to talk about the, uh, yeah. the genes the, the and passing that down, even though, you know, your son worked very hard and still does. So, you know, to say that it's just genetic, that that's kind of a cop out for, for people. Uh, but anyway, getting back to that, yes, you hit two bombs over the trees. And I do remember us celebrating when you hit that. I think you still got a, I think you got a double, maybe a triple. But I got a double off the fence. Yes. Yes. We felt like we won the game. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, so again, that, uh, that's, that's a, that's a great memory. Um, 
kind of, I mentioned, I uh, wanted to actually mention this earlier, but it kind of took place later on in our lives. Uh, we played middle school basketball together. Um, I didn't have to worry about keeping track of you at that point because I actually, by then, recognized the slight differences. So I, I did recognize the two of you, but I was unfortunately on the on the same team. But uh, I do remember also, what, what do you think, other than seeing you guys, because certainly I never really, you know, I wasn't a great competitor. So, you know, one of those that looks forward or marks the calendar when they're playing tough opponents. You know, I, I really kind of looked away and didn't look forward to playing Redland as a teenager before I joined forces with you guys. Didn't help also that my grandfather, who loved baseball more than any other sport that I played, uh, he, he uh. loved it. He loved you guys. Every time we would play or he knew we were coming, he would always make an attempt to come watch because he, you know, he enjoyed, enjoyed watching you guys. And he always used to say, you play in the bad, you play in those bad lands. You, you guys play in the bad lands tomorrow. Uh Oh, you know, and he would just be oh, like, Oh, I'm, I'm walking down for my last dinner and you better watch mm-hmm. out. And so I, I think also that contributed later to, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. Why? decided right. to join That's them right. later but but what do you think aside from aside from well i don't really know what else there was that i'd look forward to playing you guys or playing against you but what was one thing if you had to guess that that i enjoyed and looked forward to every time that we played against each other kind of in our teenage years do you remember i used to leave the field even if we lost even if we lost i left the field happy because you're pat Oh, those were chips. Those were chips in the dugout. Everybody says that. He's a chip man. That's right. And for those those listening, my grandfather was the chip plant manager for over 40 years. And and it was that he never failed to bring a whole box of chips to every baseball game. Visitors and home team, he'd He'd, yep. give, he'd give all the teams the chips. And, yep. Oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah, that yeah. was... Everybody, everybody knew him and saw him coming, and he was the chip man. That so, was that was a highlight. Was, and I wouldn't share. Was, I Yeah, he was very generous, was, but I would not share. I told people specifically that he brought those for me, and I would eat them. Well, I've never, I've never met anybody with a bigger affinity for Miserable Barbecue <laughs> Chips. I mean, we would have you over, and you'd eat the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't come, We didn't get the bags. We got the party. The tub. big, yeah, yeah. And you, and you would eat. You would eat the, the party tub. And I think you had an affinity for applesauce too, if I remember. <laughs> yes. you, you, you would want. You would want Millsworth yes. barbecue chips and applesauce. That is so funny. And you're, you're the only person I knew who would eat those two things together. Walker still uh, brings that up. Another yeah. friend of ours, Walker, he still brings that up and used to laugh about that too. Just the odd, and again, the oddest combination, you know, the eating right. potato chips yeah. and, and applesauce. I don't know. And I think it took you for a little while to get comfortable asking. You're like, do you have applesauce too? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. And I have no idea where that came. My grandmother actually used to eat, I kind of do, she used to eat applesauce a lot, and I actually fell in love when she sprinkled cinnamon, just a little bit of cinnamon on top. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. There I go. Now I gotta. I don't. I. I don't. I can't tell you the last time I actually ate applesauce, but now I'm gonna have to run to the store and get some. Uh, now that you so got you me thinking about. Consume as much applesauce as you need to. 
No, no, nowhere near. You nope. No, you know, really? I don't know if you actually, okay. saw, I don't know if you actually knew this either, but another thing that Walker, another friend of ours, uh, used to laugh, laugh about along with the applesauce, um, because not everyone had Middlesworth chips available in their refrigerator right. or in their pantry. So, but, yeah. but another thing that I would, would oftentimes ask and sit down and eat if people had was broccoli. I love raw broccoli. Okay, I've never heard that before. No, I didn't. I didn't That's think you did. I didn't think you did. Yeah. Uh, you know, because look, when 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 you look at me today, you think, hey, there's a guy that enjoys raw vegetables, right? <laughs> right. That's the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> the chips? No, no, no. He doesn't eat yeah. chips. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh gosh, that's good stuff. That's funny. So let's let's get back. Let's get back. I got so many things here to kind of talk through. So we've talked about our youth. We talked about playing against each other and just never really looking forward to to playing you guys. P- please do notice, however, I'm I'm going to start talking now or ask you some questions about high school starting in ninth grade. Sure. Okay. But yeah. yeah. But I want you. I hope it is very, I hope it was very conspicuous that I kind of leapfrogged off, you know, over a very, very important time and, and a tournament for lower Allen sports out of respect for you. Did you notice that I kind of, that I kind of, what are we talking about? One that, 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 Former Lower Allen athletes still talk about to this day. It's 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 legend. Did I block it out of my memory? It's quite you. Possible. You must have. You you Locked must have. You, you must. Did have you beat us at a football game? And it must not have really meant all. <laughs> you don't yeah. I actually know that there's a couple people uh, who do who did or do remember it, but it was that that glorious day in mechanicsburg upper allen fields and to be specific when the heavens parted and somehow lower allen was able to beat redland in a tournament at the upper allen baseball tournament really you don't even you don't remember that (laughs) i remember a few years back Funny, you know, uh, a good friend of ours. Uh, what Scott, age? Are we talking 13? We talking No, 13? I think it was 12-year-old. It was 11 or 12. We were green. Okay. But it was okay. funny because years ago, rest his soul, good friend of ours, good friend of many, Scott Willoughby, who's not with us anymore. It was funny. You know, we, we have our fun on Facebook, you know, a couple of our, some other people that you know. Um, um, and that came up one day he brought, he brought that up out of the blue, something about somebody made a catch or whatever. That was as lucky as lower Allen beating Redland and the upper. He actually brought that up. I think Goodhart even got into the mix there. It it brought in, it brought in some people into the fold, but, uh, you guys won the tournament. Can you believe that? Uh, no, I'm gonna need. I'm to... not sure if you guys were even there. I'm not sure. Maybe you guys were on vacation. But uh, I, they, someone else brought up, and I don't remember that there was a storm and it was a close game or something, and they thought it was going to be canceled, and we waited out, and some people thought we should leave, whatever. But but they stayed, uh, and maybe that's what it was. Maybe we were. Huh. I can't remember. Well, look, I know you 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 sell yourself short, but you were by far the toughest out when I pitched against that team. <laughs> I remember, I literally remember 20 pitching bats with you. 
you adjust. I just couldn't throw it by you. I just couldn't throw it by you. I, I mean, I, 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 I don't think I struck you out. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I might have gotten you out, but I never struck you I, out, I don't think. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And you and I talked about this. When I was at Cedar Cliff, you, we both, you guys were at Redland, you played varsity, I played varsity as we were sophomores. Boy, it's it's kind of like, oh, do I remember? Oh, yeah, I can tell you exactly where I was, the time and date and circumstances. I can even tell you the umpire. And it's funny, when I transferred the next year, we kind of joked around about it. And I said, you know what? I have a little mark on my hand because I was, I was angry, uh, even though it was a strike. Um, you caught me looking. It was at your home field. Pete Rhodes was the umpire. Really? And you threw me a fastball that, Broke back in. Inside? Inside, came back over the plate, caught me looking. Pete punched me out, and so that was the story. And I went back and kind of threw my bat, caught my finger on the fence, actually, uh, my right hand, not my glove hand. But anyway, yes, so I specifically remember when you struck me out. Um, And and I will just say that uh, there's something to be said about, you know, slap hitters and people that just kind of close their eyes and throw the bat out. You, were you get tough. lucky you once in a while. You were tough out, <laughs> well, so, so anyway, I just wanted to kind of tease you about that whole lower Allen, upper Allen thing. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't sound like you're believing me though. I might have to, no, I'm going to, I'm going to have, I know to we might have to, to go back to the archives, but, uh, yeah. anyway, I think it's funny because literally for years and probably to this day, that is the game or the series or the tournament that Lower Allen really hung their hat on, you know, because look, we were okay, but we weren't winning any tournaments any, any time. Uh, what's that quote? Lions don't concern themselves with the opinions of sheep, right? Yes. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's right. That is right. Oh, so you guys played like me, you played football, basketball, baseball, pretty much your most of your lives that your young lives. Yep. Right. Yeah. So take me through, take me through the, the discussions that were had when you guys got to high school and made the decision to stop playing football or was there a discussion? Yeah, no, I mean, we didn't play our, we didn't play our freshman and, and sophomore year, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything more than just the size thing. We weren't, we weren't the biggest kids and, you know, we knew we had a future in baseball, and the thought of putting pads on at the high school level with guys who were who were considerably bigger than us didn't seem too appealing. So, yeah, we just decided to hang it up for, and it wasn't a permanent decision. You know, we we decided to come back out our junior year, but yeah, it was it wasn't anything more than thought we were a little small. Yep. So, yep. Did you small. did you ever think about sharing that knowledge and, and insight with people? I don't know, like me who were even smaller and weaker <laughs> than you. Yeah, I you don't know. You could have saved me a couple uh, fractured collarbones, a concussion or two, some back uh, issues and injuries later down the road. Did you ever think about sharing yeah. that with, with other guys? Well, you were, you were at the other school, so no, <laughs> I didn't think about sharing it with you. <laughs> so, you were at the school up north. So, so what, how, how did that discussion go when, uh, well, first of all, I transferred to Redland our 11th grade year, our junior year, and it was kind of cool. It was very cool in many ways, but, but, uh, you guys at the same time decided to come out of semi-retirement and start playing football again in 11th grade. How'd that conversation yeah. go? 
Well, it was literally just a matter of, you know, you're, you're comfortable in, you know, at the school and kind of made your mark athletically and uh, you feel like, you know, you got a, a group of buddies and we were all close and we knew we had some athletes on the team and thought we'd uh, give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a fun time. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we had a good team. Yeah. No. And what's yeah. funny is I remember what I remember when I transferred and you guys decided to, to play and, <laughs> you know, in, in high school, unlike, unlike, pony or midget football you don't really you you don't usually take the equipment home right we leave in the locker room for practice yeah is that fair yeah that's fair yeah yeah i remember you guys just couldn't wait like you literally could not wait and i remember you guys bringing the equipment home just so you could smash each other in the backyard do you remember that I'm like, yeah, that's, guys are that, yeah. crazy. I don't Yeah, we, well, we would do that without pads. We had this game in the front yard where we would do it without pads. We, we'd get, you know, the old the old jeans on, and we had the sidewalk, and you have this goal line stand, and you just did goal line stand in the front yard, <laughs> like just the two of us. So we, I think the, the conversation was, let's, let's go play goal line stand with mm-hmm. our uniforms. So, yeah, <laughs> that was, as juniors, not like that. Yeah, you know, you have you have sons that are high school age. The thought of them actually doing that right. in the front yard is right. different world now. Yeah, yeah, across their mind. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. cool too because yeah. I think uh, that upperclassman underclassman thing. We had to uh, didn't we have to sing? We had to like sing a song during camp. There's like pledge week or whatever it is, initiation or something. And I think we chose uh, yeah. the Jeffersons like. I didn't. I didn't yeah. have to embarrass oh, myself. How do you remember all yeah. that stuff? Yeah, yeah. I didn't have Bring to. Terrible memory. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to go through that myself because we were first year players yeah. to the program. You know, even yeah. even though we were juniors, you know, it was like okay, the freshmen or the sophomores normally had to do that, but we we yeah. had to do it because it was our first year on that varsity program. Yeah. And I don't know. I think I'm the one that forced you guys because you're probably like, I don't know. What are we going to sing? I said, let's sing the Jeffersons. Moving on up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good good times. Good times. So, uh, you know, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time. We, we certainly can talk a little bit about uh, 1990 and state championship. What a great run that was. I mean, but you know what's really interesting I know you guys enjoy baseball probably more than I do. I mean, I played three sports just like, you know, pretty much you guys did my entire life. I love sports, right? Um, Yeah. But, you know, so I guess I just want to say some people enjoy football more than basketball or baseball. Everybody kind of has a favorite. And it's not necessarily that I have one one, uh, that, that I prefer over the others. But what's interesting about that 1990 baseball run, that state championship that we won, um, was that I have as good a memories with, with everyone, uh, that weren't necessarily during that season. Right. Like I have so many great memories and some are through football, some were basketball, some were that season in baseball. Other times it's almost just like all of my great memories of Redland and the camaraderie just kind of blend together. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I can't isolate to just riding the bus to how many games or during the playoff run or this or that. Like some of them are just kind of blended in just, just overall because you know, uh, so many of us played all three sports or at least two out of the three, you know, we have some friends that 
didn't play all three, uh, but played yep. played a couple with us. But so that you know that was just that was just obviously super fun. It's probably no secret to anyone that's listening to this, whether they knew me back then or know me now, that I'm kind of that goofball guy that just kind of goes with the flow and has fun and, you know, the jokester and kind of staying loose. And I think sometimes people had to kind of pull me in, in line, you know, to, okay, that's funny. That's great. But, you know, we need to get our game face on, right? You know, so, uh, but it was just a fun time. I've been on a lot of championship teams, and it seems like every championship team has just the perfect blend of personalities. And, you know, when you look back on it and you're like, oh, you know, remember when Jamie, remember when Matt, remember when Gil, remember when Small. I think it goes on and on and on. And, and, and you can do the same for the football team. And, and, yep. Yeah, man, but you want to talk about and, – and that's just the beauty of sports in general is that you and I are 47 years old and – and we will pick up stories and pick up memories like like it was yesterday. Yep. You know, those are kind of the things you try to pass on to your kids. That yep. man, enjoy it, enjoy it while you have it because these are the best times. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, and, and riding a riding a yellow school bus when everybody else would ride the charter buses, <laughs> you know, and then That's right. making fun of us and then just throwing just you know throwing a beat down those and, were the days. And ha- and having one of your assistant coaches drive the bus too, right? Didn't Rados oh, yeah. usually oh, drive yeah. the bus? Yeah, Rados drove the bus and <laughs> Geller, and we'd have uh, that song "Snap." Yep, yep. Uh, or was it the? Was it the? Is it "Snap" or the "Power"? Is, yeah. Which one's the band? Which one's the song? Oh yeah, I, I'm not sure to be honest. You know, I'm, try- I'm trying to remember which yep. one's the song and which one, but yep. you know, the "Power" or whatever. Yep, future. Future yep. Redland Hall of Famer driving the school bus for the team, <laughs> right? Exactly right. Didn't didn't well. And then if you remember in the state championship game, we pulled in and they also had a yellow bus, <laughs> and we were like, "Uh oh." Yep. Didn't quite work <laughs> out so good for them though, did it? Oh. It's no. it's, and I don't think we. First of all, people that really know me know I wasn't cocky. I just enjoyed talking, right? I just talked uh-huh. it up, whether a little bit of trash, but it wasn't cocky. It wasn't being cocky, but was right. it, was it slightly, was it slightly cocky or arrogant of us that once we kind of got into that state championship game and a couple innings, our goal kind of changed from winning to wanting to 10 run the team. <laughs> <laughs> in the state championship game, yeah. which looked like we had a really good chance. I think it was what, like seven, one yeah. and it was seven, like nothing. Yeah. I mean, we shut them down and wasn't even as close as that, but I do recall that people, people are like, Oh yeah. And coach of course is like, sh- sh- quit talking like that. Well, we, it certainly, it certainly helped the cause that we were as confident as we were, you know, and if, if it was nowadays and social media, media being what it was, and we would have had a better understanding of, yep. of you know, we, we were just a good high school team and that's yep. it. Yep. But, but hell, we, we were even throwing around the idea of let's set up a scrimmage with the Senators. That's right. Like the, Har- the Harrisburg Senators, double-A team yep. for the, yep. I think it was the, uh, it wasn't the Nationals then. It was uh, the Expos. Maybe yes, the yeah, yeah. I think I was one of those schlubs, and I remember more than <laughs> yeah, one person like, saying, even you, you. back on it. Yeah, you saying, are you serious? You don't realize. And then, so I remember someone, actually, that's, I remember someone breaking it down for me and saying, 
because I was like, oh, look, come on, man. These guys are double A. You know, we got Brett. You know, look at our guys. We're, 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 we're a really good team. And then someone went through. They actually took the time to say, Jamie, do you actually understand that these guys, they're not just – this isn't like a rookie league team. You know, you've got yeah. you've got the major leagues that speaks for itself. you got AAA. Those are the stars of tomorrow and, and the people that are on the extended uh, roster, right? The AA players are the people of the future, right? These are like stars that are just waiting for their – they're like, you know, do you realize how good they – I don't know if, who no, it was, yeah. if it was Goodhart or maybe even Kai. I don't know. Someone was like walking yeah. through – you know how good at each <laughs> level and yeah so that was just kind of funny yeah it's a, it's a different it's a different world now yeah. kids are so aware of that kind yep. of stuff yeah well do yep. you do you mind if we kind of keep talking i'm going to get to little league world series and and you know a number oh, yeah. of other yeah. number of other really cool things but do you mind taking a minute or two and and kind of sliding the uh the uh, calendar or turning a few pages forward uh from the spring and summer of 90 to the fall of 1990? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not. Yeah, no, so uh, it, was, um, it was August 31st, 1990. Yep. Um, no, it was 90. August 31st, 1990. Yeah. yeah. And uh, opening night against Cedar Cliff and uh, big. Rivalry, obviously. I probably shouldn't even say Cedar Cliff, just the team up north like they do in Ohio State. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, no, and, and I was I was a running back. I actually got moved from the wide yep. receiver position my junior year to, to running back my senior year, uh, actually because a good friend of ours, Jess, yep. uh, transferred to Cedar Cliff. So Jess was the running back. He transferred and became the running back. And, I had a good first half. I had a hundred and I think I had a hundred yards or hundred nine yards at halftime, and then uh, came out in the, in the third quarter, and and then I'll never forget it. I I got stood up at the line of scrimmage, and I was fighting for a few extra yards, and then um, I don't remember who it is came in and put a helmet on my shin, and then had a compound fracture of both bones on my on my lower leg, and. Uh, it was the Joe Theismann break for those mm-hmm. who are old enough to remember that break. Yeah. Yep. And I can remember is it's literally my most vivid memory. Yeah. People say, do you remember that? Like, yep. Yep. And then the, on video, you coming over, yep. I couldn't even look at it. You, yep. you probably have it seared into yep. your memory too. Yep. I was going to, I was going to mention, I don't, I wasn't sure if you remembered that, uh, you know, as yeah. a wide receiver uh, running plays, were kind of my playoff, right? You know, what blocking, right. what, what, what are you asking me to do? Block? Right, right. I just kind of right, right, run right. the other direction, but I would always kind of run back through. So not always, it depends where I was, but sometimes I'd run back through and maybe lift, you know, right, offer a hand and help someone up, you know, right, right, pile. Right. and, and, uh, it just like you said, just so happened that that time I, pass on through kind of everybody's getting up and I see you rocking, you know, kind of like rocking on the, you're on the ground, rocking forward and back a little holding your leg. And, and, uh, I saw probably the same time the official saw too. And he just kind of told you to lay down and I, I saw what was going on and I waved of course. And yeah, it wasn't, wasn't pretty. was not pretty. No, no. And, uh, so good. So, you know, I don't want to just kind of dwell on that because, you know, to me, in, they're within the world of 
uh, social media and phones now, mm-hmm. you know, there are lots of things that, you know, you probably can see uh, that have happened like that. Paul George was, one, you know, different injuries, right, oh, yeah. that, that happened oh, yeah. in sport. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, not to kind of dwell on, but that was just, you know, I think most people would think that, geez, that's just, that's like a catastrophic injury. Uh, yeah. Well, honestly, it was, I tell everybody it was actually a blessing because <laughs> I, I didn't have, I didn't have a fantastic work ethic prior to that, but that literally caused me to, to, to just ramp it up even more because if I, if I wanted to get to where I wanted to get, I was going to have to work twice as hard. So yeah, I mean, I, I just think remember the doctor. When they wheeled me in, saying, well, "There goes the athletic scholarship," and mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. so all those things that that, that people think are, are you know terrible, and I, I actually, in hindsight, look at it as a blessing because I did work my ass off, and I did I did get to some pretty pretty significant accomplishments, you know. So yep, yep, yeah. No, that's great, yep. and and I know you won't talk about it. You, you, of course, you're you're not going to bring up, you know, you don't like to talk about your accomplishments that much or at all, unless someone else is bringing up and asks you. So let me go ahead and, and bring something else up that had to be super inspiring. Um, did you receive the letter from someone kind of a hero of yours? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Have, nope. right? How do you remember that? That's, that's, uh, I'm impressed. <laughs> oh, so yeah. 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 I got a, I got a letter uh, from Nolan Ryan. He wrote me a handwritten letter. Yep. You know, wishing me the best in my recovery, and he uh, autographed two baseballs and yep. signed the autograph and picture, and and uh, yeah, that was kind of the beginning of my love affair with him. Too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he was he was kind of an idol of mine, but but I kind of took it to another level and almost tried to emulate his delivery. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously from a left-handed side, um, yep. but yeah, that kind of started my love affair with Nolan Ryan. I put a card in my hat. Yep, yep. And uh, that, that continued all the way up. Of my days at Wake, mm-hmm. and um, and I believe even when I started playing pro ball, I had a Nolan yeah. Ryan card in my hand. Oh, yeah. even when you reached those ranks and those levels, you still yeah. had the card. Oh, yeah. I was going to yeah. say, was yeah. it was it the handwritten letter from Nolan Ryan that that turned you into a fan, or was it when he put? I can't remember who it was. What he got somebody oh, in the Ron headlock. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Put him in the headlock yeah. and was giving him the business, yeah. right? Like they say. That was later in his career. Yeah, I already had my love affair with Nolan. Um, yeah, I'm going to say he was mid 40s when he did that. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that. I love that clip. So, you, know, yeah. you you mentioned earlier, and just mention now again, uh, for those of you that don't, don't those of you out there that don't know Brett or his, his brother Kyle, uh, you guys decided to as they say these days take your talents to wake forest right um and i can't remember i mean always kind of touch base with you guys and see what i can't remember was there really were there other schools in the running or was wake forest kind of it from the beginning yeah no there was uh duke wake forest and uh, georgia tech were the three schools that were that were in the running and um Georgia Tech wanted Kyle to be an outfielder because they said they already had a and catcher. catcher. Uh, okay. His name, his name was Jason Aratek. So, oh, okay. And, oh. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, and and you played that against. Seemed to work out pretty good for him. Wait a second. So Jason Veritek and Nomar played 
on the same team. Oh, they played on the same. Yeah, they played on the same team. Yeah, because yeah, I remember Nomar yeah. Garcia Parra playing well, for they, Georgia Tech. They wanted, yeah, Georgia Tech wanted me as a pitcher and outfielder, yep. and they wanted Kyle. They wanted to make him a shortstop. Or, no, I'm, I'm sorry, Garcia oh. Parra was a shortstop. They wanted to make him an outfielder. Yeah. So that no didn't sit well, you know, too well with him. And, 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 uh, yeah, so then it came down to Duke and Wake, and we just thought Wake was a better fit. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't remember how many were kind of in the running there. Uh, it seemed like you guys, and I wasn't involved, obviously, in your <laughs> deliberations or discussions, but, I mean, it seemed like, I mean, you did your due diligence. You, I think you did take your visits, but you, once you made your decision, I mean, it was absolute, and it felt like it happened kind of early, but maybe not for baseball. I don't know. Do you think you made your decision? Yeah, I mean, it, it didn't happen as, happen as early as it does, you know, these days. I mean, we were we hadn't made our decision until after our junior year, um, until after we had already won the state championship. So that's that's pretty late in the yeah. you know in today's environment. That's pretty late. Yeah. So, and and but, I, you know, credit to them. After I broke the leg, they didn't rescind it. Yeah, they, yeah. They certainly, they certainly do that. And so, dude, that, that that recovery. And I'm not a doctor. I'm far from it. Um, but that recovery was just amazing. I mean, the fact that uh, I think you did always you played with a brace or a protective. Yeah. brace yeah. to protect it more from you know a line shot back not really a supportive brace right it was just kind of protective even when you pitch yeah the, the leg was healed the leg was healed but the, the doc just wanted me to yeah but the, but the precautionary fact that you were out there pitching you know what is that what is it like six seven months later seven maybe call it yeah i mean not a hundred percent for right. sure but i was yeah i was, I was trying um you know, I, I don't know what the, the velocity drop would have been my junior to senior year, but yeah, I mean, it came back eventually. But I, I think really in the senior season, it was down pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was throwing very hard at all. Yeah. But yeah, yeah still, you know, still pretty hard compared to everyone else, but maybe not by your <laughs> yeah, not standards. Standards, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so you you go to Wake, you play a couple seasons. Uh, I remember it was, was really cool too. I mean, I got to come down once or twice and catching him, but I don't know. I don't think I ever got to see you pitch at wake. Oh, I don't, that right? I don't think it was just kind of, uh, you know, here's when I can come down and, you know, it wasn't like, yeah. I, you know, I'm what we're, we're young, we're 20 years old, whatever it is. And yeah, I mean, planning for the future and planning things out like you realize as an adult hey that game makes sense to get down to visit because brett's probably gonna pitch uh or that weekend um but i remember i remember coming down to visit and you know watching the games and uh you know you you had two seasons there before you well let me stop for a second after two was it after two seasons that you you made team usa or oh, that was the uh, summer after my sophomore year. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that was right after where you were selected yeah. to play for Team USA, and was that in Cuba? Well, tryouts were in Millington, um, Tennessee, and then we had kind of like a summer tour. We went. That's to right. Nicaragua. We went to Nicaragua and Cuba and Italy, and and then we toured several cities in the, in the United States, but. Yeah, that'll right. be, those will be memories. Those will be memories. Yeah, that was, that was cool. Yeah. What, uh, before I say this, is there a statute of limitations for uh, bringing 
certain imports in from other countries? <laughs> you hope so. Because <laughs> uh, maybe I won't mention this then, but I was going to say that there was a guy I knew uh, who played for Team USA who brought back some amazing Cuban cigars that oh, are yeah. usually not allowed to be brought back yeah, into the I United States. Yeah, I think they're legal now. Yeah. Legal now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but did, did, yeah, did you ever, have you ever had a Cuban cigar yourself? No, several. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember that. I think you were the one that told me too, and maybe that's part of the technique wasn't there weren't there people when they try to do this they kind of hide the cigars and then they'll leave some out in the open that are easy for for them to find because they and they crush them up right in front of you and they think that they got them all but you have them hidden somewhere else am i making that up yeah that's good i'll share a story with your audience um with uh cuba because we're in cuba here when we played in cuba the, my my fondest memory was their fans. Their fans are, are they're just nuts for baseball, and nuts in a different way. Like not just they don't just love baseball, but they celebrate it like nothing I've ever seen. So our first game in Cuba, they have a like a live mariachi band behind home plate, or whatever whatever that band is, where they have the drums and mm-hmm. the cymbals and. And it's just one big monster party. So we thought we'd contribute to the party. So we throw, we have this whole bucket of gum. And we throw this bucket of gum up into the stands. And we literally start a riot in the stands because these people, they don't know what we're like. They think right. it's food. They, like, you know, and, and it's a poor country. It's a really poor right. country. They love their baseball, but they don't have extras. Mm-hmm. And here we are, the, the you know the Americans that, that have all this stuff, and we just thought we, you know, we'd throw some gum up in the sand, and we literally started a riot. And they came down and they and they they, they said no more, can't do that anymore. We, yeah, we yeah. had to have the had to have the police in, and wow, yeah, it was uh, it was something else. Wow. Yep, the Cuban, I, that Cuban experience was awesome. Did you play in Japan? We played Japan. We didn't play in Japan. Okay, for some we played Japan. For some reason, I remember that's another. Who, I don't know if you were at the game. That's who I hit my home run against in Scranton. We played Japan in the in Scranton Stadium, okay. and that's I hit I hit a I hit four that summer, and one of them was against Japan. Okay, so, I, for some reason, I yeah. thought there was another story uh, from Team USA uh, from that season with Team USA. I think you were pit, and again, I could did, I could. Uh, Sometimes my memory is good. Other times I blend like six different things together, but I felt like there was a time when maybe you were pitching. It could have been a different pitcher, but someone hit like a bomb, like a huge bomb. And let's say it was you, you came off the field after, you know, after the uh, side was, was retired and sat down and one of your teammates just looked at you and said, that was deep. Yeah, that, that was yeah, deep. Yeah, that was me. Yes, that was that was you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I no, thought I it was up. you. Yeah, I gave up. Yeah, monster bomb to <laughs> some kind of Japan. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That was deep. Almost, almost. Yeah. Actually, what else comes to mind? Uh, sorry, everyone, but 
I was talking with someone a couple weeks ago who worked at, didn't you guys work at West Shore Country Club briefly? Blue Ridge. Or a golf Country course? Club. Yeah, Blue Ridge Country Club. Blue Ridge, yeah. Blue Ridge. Yeah. Does, this, yeah. does this also ring a bell? Ready? You ready? <laughs> you drug her. Do you remember that? How do you remember all this stuff? Do you remember? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We had a job. We had a job where we were to take, we were to take the members of the club from the parking lot, which was probably maybe a quarter mile uh, uphill to the to the club. So our job was to take the golf cart around and pick people up and take them back up, and then if we were up at the club and someone needed to ride down to the lot, then we you know take them down and. And there was a little girl that I guess wasn't on the cart quite yet. And, and we took off. And I think Kyle was driving. He took off and the little girl held on. And, uh, she didn't and let he, go. He dropped. Yep. No, she didn't let go. But, but we, uh, we didn't go too far. I want right. to say maybe 20 feet. Right. Still far enough to hear the screaming. And then the friend, the friend says to Kyle, you drug her. <laughs> Right, not fully. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. the, the girl. Let, let, let's 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 be full, let's uh, disclaimer here. Right, no children yeah. were harmed or severely injured. No, no, no. I mean, there was <laughs> it was just brush burns Yes, exactly. A little road rash for a couple feet. Yeah. You know who hasn't had one yeah. of those, right? But yeah, yeah, I just always remember that story. I, you you <laughs> drug her. I can't believe you. <laughs> Yeah, you trust those. Oh, well, I want to get to some of the other exciting things that developed in 2015 and and even this year. I want to talk about the exciting return, but before we do that, I wanted to bring up another funny memory that I that I have. I mean, there are so many. There are so many. Uh, but a few of the other guys I know remember what did was there a name for it? <laughs> for the was there a name for the lemon? Oh. <laughs> Well, it was a Pontiac Phoenix. Maybe we just called it the Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah, yes, that's yes. What it was. Yeah, yeah, but but I think was, you guys, I'm not, I mean, look, I'm not going to judge. I bought Mitch's car for like a hundred bucks and the alternator went out two hours afterwards when I was driving it home and got left on the side yeah. of the road. So I, who am I to be judgmental, right? But I just remember that thing giving you guys the biggest fits. <laughs> we we well, were, no one believed us how bad it was. So just for the audience, like I don't, I'm not a car guy. I don't understand, you know, what the problem was. But we would we would start the car, and every time you hit the gas, it would just go and then just quit, just die. And the only way, the only way to get the damn thing to move was to put your foot on the brake, put it in neutral. Maybe it as high as it would go, and then just drop it into drive. Like that's literally the only way it would move forward. Now, once it got warm, once the engine got warm, then it was a non-issue. It would drive fine. But you know, when you leave school at three p.m., it's not warm. It's cold. And and you and Gil were debating whether or not it was our driving skills or whether it was the car. And we challenged you to drive it out a lot. <laughs> yeah, but 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 let, but let's let's be clear though. This challenge happened 
when everyone, let's call it the high school rush hour, when there was a oh, yeah. huge line oh, yeah. of cars, the car wouldn't run. Yeah. You and Kyle are you kind of yelling at each other because again throwing your hands oh, Gil, up. No, Gil together. took the challenge. Yeah, he took the challenge because he thought it was totally we didn't know how to drive a car, and I said you're on, take it. <laughs> so, it, like you said, rush hour. Yeah, you know, and John thinks big man on campus, yep. right? So yep. the last thing he wants to do is look like a fool. So he gets in the car and he's driving, and you know, like I knew what happened, he hit the gas and the thing went boom, 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 and just died. And now we've got horns blowing, the cars are backed up, and he can't get it to move. He can't get it to move. And Kyle and I are just sitting there, let's go. Let's go. He's talking all this smack, move the car. And I'll never forget it. Instead of, like, getting out of the car and letting one of us drive, he just drops his head down and hides. <laughs> he doesn't want anyone to see him. <laughs> so, so. Kyle and I have to get out. Everybody's beeping, honking, and John just kind of crawling across because he didn't want anybody to see him. What a mess. Oh, that's funny. I I remember. Oh, my gosh. That's that's good stuff. So let's let's just go ahead and fast. Oh, I did want to ask you one more thing. Uh, we we kind of brushed through and didn't really talk about your your time as a professional baseball player. Uh, you know, drafted in the first round was it nineteenth overall? I think nineteenth yeah, St. Louis 19th, Cardinals, 19th, yeah. which was awesome. Yeah. Um, I still get crap from people. You know, there was what there was a newspaper article uh, that was written announcing it, obviously, and and. Uh, you guys now, please, would you set the record straight for everyone and, and let everyone know who's given me crap for just forcing my way over on draft day. Let them know that you guys invited me over. You are in the inner circle. Thank you. Thank you. You know, people giving me crap because the, I forget who was there from the newspaper. It wasn't Greg Mace. I don't think he didn't really do, but one of the Patriot news guys and, they, they were just kind of shooting the breeze and we were out shooting basketball playing, you know, horse yeah, or something and, absolutely. and just kind of talking. And he talked to me as a former uh, teammate of your guys. And so he included me in an article. And of course, and all I, Oh, look at Bicel just trying to <laughs> cling on and hang on to coattails as long as it, you know, so I used to get a bunch of crap about that. Um, but yeah, what a great day. First round draft pick 19 overall, um, you know, a great great day for the family for your pap i'm sure super excited as well kyle um it was kind of interesting though because even though it kind of led up to that and, and i know with team usa it felt like that was temporary you know because it's what it's a summer tournament it's temporary you're going off yeah. but you and kyle really still have not had not been apart significantly right yeah that no that was probably that was that was the longest for sure. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we've been apart. We've been apart more than you know, maybe a couple of days. Yeah, but that yeah, we were yeah that that was the first time. Yep, yep. Tough. yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of the mark of that new reality, right? That new normal that I'm yeah, like, this is happening. I'm yeah. going back well, to Wake, and Brett's going off. You know, he's going to play professional baseball, and I'm happy for him. You know, yeah. But you know that you guys were were not going to. Uh, be in each other's lives. You know, you are in each other's lives every day, but not, you know, they're present. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why, that's why I really appreciate his ability as a catcher too. Cause when you start throwing to other catchers, you're like, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, this guy I've been thrown to for my life, he's pretty damn good. 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, you look, yep. you, you're like, you take them for granted until you don't have them, and then you're like, yep. oh, man. Yeah. I remember I remember talking to you in the later years because I, I remember you went to at least one didn't you participate in at least one big league camp? Yep. Yeah, I was in big league camp with McGuire and Conseco yeah, and yep. that whole that whole and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but again, I'm I'm not doing too bad here with my my memory. Uh, no, but I remember not. I remember one thing that, that you, you told me or told others as well i think it might be well you at least represented at that time that it might have been the highlight of your career was that you had ken griffey jr 02 in a preseason oh. game well that, that that whole that whole, but it was so that was one of the things but yep. then i also started against randy johnson like that that's who was starting opposite me okay yeah. randy johnson against me <laughs> and i was i was facing the the vaunted Mariners lineup with yeah. A-Rod and Griffey and Peter and Victor yeah. Martinez. And, you know, and yeah. I'm not going to get into the box score, but I got roughed up. <laughs> nothing to write home about. But I think I remember but, yeah. the, you saying, yeah. you know, you threw him a fastball, something like that. And again, I, I'm just trying to go off my memory, but, you know, threw him a fastball and I think he fouled one off. And then you said you were standing out there for one of the first times really in your career. You were like, oh my gosh, I have Ken, I'm out here. And I have Ken Griffey oh, yeah. Jr. O two, yeah. and then well, I, am I wrong that he? I don't think he homered, but did he hit a ground rule no, double just, or something? He just, he, no, he just pulled a he just pulled a curveball into the floor hole. It was just yeah, a, yeah just solid yeah. base hit to right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny I can still remember that. Yeah, that, uh, that pitch. Yeah, yeah, that's. And A Rod hit an A Rod hit an change up, which I don't understand that. You know, you don't, you're not looking for an O change up and. So all those stupid memories that I can still think about. <laughs> oh, but that's great, right? I mean, think about oh, yeah. you know how yeah. 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 How great that, that was. So let's let's fast forward kind of you know, I won't take too much more of your time that you've blessed me with here, but um so you've got two children, right? Yep. You got a boy Cole boy and, and a girl. Yep. Cole and Emma, right? Yep. And, and, and before we yep. get into yep. the Little League World Series, um you know, we've had a chance. We've had some picnics, some gatherings over the years, some reunions. Families have been able to get together, and you know, but uh, had a chance to to meet your entire family, uh, extended and 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 immediate. And one thing I just recently saw that just—I think I told you about this—that just cracked me up. Uh, <laughs> I, I think a lot of people out there do know Cole uh, for for his his uh, being. Kind yeah, of cast yeah, into the spotlight. Yeah, it has over forty thousand followers. That's right. That's right. But but I saw a video that's that you. It was a memory, maybe uh, Emma, right? I want. I want to. I'm, oh, sure yeah. I'm saying yep. that right. Yep. And yep. she there was a recording, and I don't know if she was bebopping or snap or whatever. But she's like, "You got to <laughs> funk it up a little bit, right? Is that it? You got to <laughs> funk it up." Yeah. Is that- oh, that video has got the name of that, that is just, you know, I don't know what song it was. And then, I mean, she's probably four, maybe? Yeah. She's 14 now. Yeah. So, yeah, like maybe 10 years ago, she's singing the song, <laughs> and then she just stops and says, you got to funk it up in that thing. <laughs> you know, just, yeah. And it was so Which, was which she, I, I, I have absolutely no doubt that, that she gets her funk 
from her mother because <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Yeah, because dad doesn't have any fun. I'm really not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hate to say this to you. I'm thinking it's not going to be yeah. the first time you heard this. I don't want anyone's. I don't make a habit out of insulting my guests is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But no. if there's one area that you're lacking, <laughs> it's funk. <laughs> It is fun. <laughs> but you know what? Exactly. If that if that's an area of your life that you're going to be lacking, it's probably you know pretty good one, right? Yep. Nothing to be yep. ashamed about. Yeah. But yeah, that was hilarious. But but yeah, the uh, yeah. the 2015 Lily World Series, man, it was great. I mean, I flew back home for it. It was a no brainer too. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, these guys started watching kind of yeah. in regionals, and I mean, at what point? You guys, you you knew that team was special when they were oh, yeah. even before 2015. I'm sure, but at oh, one we point, we were building that team when they were 10 years old. We yep. that team. We knew exactly. We knew exactly what we had. I mean, the coaching staff. Was, yep. Uh, you know, my buddy Tom and mm-hmm. and uh, a friend of mine, J.K. I don't know if you know J.K. Collinsburg uh, and myself. We were the three coaches. Aaron Holder yep. was the fourth coach. And we, um, yeah, we knew what we had. We knew we had a special team. And mm-hmm. It was just a matter of keeping them all together and making sure the pieces fit. And, it, and, and, uh, boy. and as you, well, so, you know, let's be honest. There, there are conversations and things that you allow the, the boys to hear, right? You know, you're, you're the coach. Yep. Uh, conversations that I realize that coaches have behind the scenes, right? you know, a little, mm-hmm. little different, um, you know, philosophically, yeah. and I don't want to say that you're not, the coaches aren't honest, but you know, you're not going to pump them up or sit back. You know, you're going to have, I, I remember being part of it with, with other teams that I've coached actually, I when mm-hmm. I moved out of here, but you know, you don't, you don't react in a way that makes the kids more nervous, right? You don't let them hear. No. Oh my God. Can you believe no. we might so, really do. Actually, you know, to be, Perfectly honest, if you want to make a real run at that age, you need a kid who grows quicker than everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you need the man-child. Yep. And it just so happened that Colt grew a lot yep. is that summer. So so not only was he skilled, but he was just a, a, a man mm-hmm. among those kids, you know? And, and yep. puberty hit early for him, and God willing, like, that was, that was awesome. Yep. So... To your point about, you know, not, like we sat them down and we said, guys, you need to see your future. You need to believe what you can be. And we told them point blank, you can do this. You can go to Williamsport and you can win. So we weren't we weren't hiding or pretending that, that they weren't as good as they were. We said, you are this good and you need to see it. Mm-hmm. You need to see it because it's going to happen. Yep. And, uh, you know, the, the, the coaches were like, yeah, we're not going to yeah. pretend that we're not good. We're going to go out and we're going to do it. Yep. You know, so it was, uh, it was a special ride. It really was. And I don't know, you know, this is one thing that resonated with me too, but, but it absolutely, absolutely represents you guys, you know, everyone, you, Kyle, Tom, Mitch, everyone that's, a, that has been involved in coaching uh, in that Redland organization over the years. Uh, it, it totally didn't surprise me, I guess, is my point. And I thought it was cool because, and I think it was Brandon Coleman'sberger. Am I saying that right? Braden, Braden, not Brandon. I'm sorry. Braden. I think it was him. It could have been someone else. And you know what? It could have been multiple players. It could have pretty much been anyone. 
But I remember after a game during the press conference, there was a player that was talking about what he was thinking at a time, you know, mm. and having to exactly having the, the presence of mind yeah. that he needed to get you know, to third or reading something. And he articulated it like, you know, a professional baseball player and the media caught, you know, right after he's like, you know, coach, what what do you think about? I mean, we don't hear stuff like this from kids. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, just beyond the athleticism. We've uh, we've always preached in practice that they needed to be aware of what we call the game within the game. Right. So we, the game within the game is get the third base with one out, get the second base with two outs. It's a simple concept. Get the third base with one out, get the second base with two outs. And, mm-hmm. and all of your coaching from a base running standpoint, if it's focused on those two simple principles, the kids can run with it. You know, So Braden's at first base, and this, this was the U.S. championship in the last inning. Braden's on first base with one out, and headline hits a single. A routine single. Like, it wasn't it wasn't a gapper. It was a routine single. But Braden knew he had one out, mm-hmm. and I got to get to third base. So he was just ultra aggressive, made the right read, you know. And, and we we we've always preached: don't look at your third base coach if you can see the ball. Make your own decisions. Make your own decisions. So so many youth coaches teach: pick up your third base coach. Pick up your third base coach. Mm-hmm. Well, no. If you can see the ball, right. which means every place other than the deep right corner. If you can see the ball, you educate your base runners to make their own reads. And Braden, the ball was in front of him, and he knew he could get the third base with one out, and the rest is history. Had a nice base hit to right, and we won the U.S. Championship. <laughs> All because yep. we preach, preach the right. game within the game, the game within the game. That's right. You know, so it all yeah, it all came back, and and, and I was thankful that I, someone from the press recognized that mm-hmm. that that was high level base running. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. no, that was. Truly awesome. I mean, and I remember, t- <laughs> I remember conversations with you, you know, talking. I and I don't want to. I mean, say what you want uh, here. I don't want to go out on a limb and kind of cast a negative shadow on that experience because it was so awesome for so many people, right? But I remember having conversations with a couple of you about the uh, the people running the show. I don't know if you want to call them directors or whoever that they're coming to you and asking you to quiet down your crowd, you know, the 40,000 people. And it's like, what do you want me? What do you expect us to do? You know, yeah. What was that? Well, it was the the very first day we were there and they were talking about, you're going to have excess of of 20,000 people. And and our fans were like, "Uh, you might want to beef up security because you're going to have more than that. (laughs) You know, because we knew what was coming and we had upwards of 40,000, 45,000. Yeah, and they honestly, I was—I don't think they were prepared for it. They really weren't. Yeah. So yeah, it, it got out of—it got out of control. And oh. they asked us to try to quiet the crowd. Yeah, that was great. I mean, and and the videos of that, the pictures, the Red Sea up yep. there on the hit. I mean, really, never seen. Oh, yeah. Even who was it? Chippensburg years ago. I think when we won the state championship, Chippensburg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. they had said even yeah. even back then, you know, back then, uh, nowhere near the crowd. There were a few other. No, we, Pennsylvania we broke teams. a record. We broke, yeah. a, we broke a we broke the single game record. We had over forty five thousand. Yeah. I think we broke Man, was the, that uh, the week? The week yeah. yeah. So let me fast forward. I mean, just an awesome experience. I mean, so many. We we could talk for 
hours probably just about so many of the different experiences for the team for the families and mm-hmm. just a just an overall cool experience you know to to bring the community together and it's kind of you know not to take this in a different direction but kind of the complete opposite of what we see happening now in our communities you know mm-hmm. us, you know back then to see so many different people right uh, uh yeah. back different backgrounds yeah. uh just coming together people from all state you know people that have a root somehow in pennsylvania that that yeah. made it a priority to come back and be a part of it just to be there and show their support yeah. and cheer them along i mean it was just awesome really awesome to see well, we, we still see yeah we still see people wearing the red t-shirts yep. and why not us and yeah it was it was a Summer yeah. So as we wind down here, I don't. I, one of the, one of the other reasons. I mean, I enjoy talking to you and catching up, and wanted you to join the show if you could. But you decided a couple years ago that you and Kyle were going to play in some over forty baseball league, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for the love of the game, right? Yeah, like it was just yeah, yeah. yeah. We wanted to we wanted to get out and, and compete. So, so put yourself aside because I know how you, you know, you're still in really good shape and you know, all those different things. You well, know. let's not go that far. No, no. Shape. Okay. I'm all right. We'll, we'll say decent. Yeah. So yeah. that, that over 40 league, uh, was, was it competitive? Would you call it competitive? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of former oh, yeah. athletes and players were yeah. they younger? Were they older than than forty five or six? Uh, I would say the majority of them are mid and yeah. late. 40s. Okay. Yeah, there are some. There are some fifties. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple sixties. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that went well for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That went well, uh, and I guess what I'm getting to here, hence, uh, uh, you know, making the leap to. The, the Twilight League. Uh, what's it called now? It's not the Susquehanna yeah. League now, is it? That you're oh, playing? it's, um, well, it was the West Shore Twilight League. And then they yeah. disbanded, and now it, it was the York League. We the York League, York yep. League. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. When I was back there before we moved, I played for Manchester. You probably remember it was okay. one season. Okay, it was yeah. fun. Throw some BP. Yeah. You know, the chicken, the chicken wing gets a little sore just from throwing BP. Uh, and, yeah. You know, kind of be uh, one of those pitcher, you know, just throw a wasted pitcher into the mix. But I enjoyed that. Uh-huh. And that was that Susquehanna or whatever it was league at the time. Dover, mm-hmm. Mount Wolf, and, and all those. Mm-hmm. Ple- Pleasureville, I want to say, too. Glen Rock. Oh, yeah. Yep, there is. Yep, Pleasureville, Glen Rock. So you made mm-hmm. the you made the decision to uh, retire from the 40 and over league and, and come out of <laughs> retirement uh, in the uh, West Shore twilight or the, the, where the big boys yeah. are playing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now that was, you know, that's, that's a true statement. I, um, I, my, my buddy, Tate Wirtz, he's a yep. uh, captain of the, of the mechanics for team. Uh, he, he's 30. Uh, he's been, he's been an that team. So I'm going to say since his mid twenties, but mm-hmm. he, um, he, he does a lot of the recruiting and then handles a lot of the things along with the players in. But I played for the mechanics in my upper thirties. So a good ten years ago, um, I had I had pitched at that level probably in seven, eight, nine years. And they just got hit with a bunch of injuries. I mean, they literally didn't have a pitcher, you know, to throw this one game. And it just so happened to be a team that was undefeated. Um 
and he calls me and says, I need you to pitch. And uh, I don't know what I was thinking, but I said, sure. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Well, I, I saw it. I'll do it. And, yeah. And I saw yeah. the article. How many games have you pitched now? That, well, that so I actually I threw a three and a third in that game, and I only gave up one hit, and they yep. actually like probably the best team in the league. Yep. Um, I was throwing well, and then I've always had cramping issues. As I get older, I cramp up a lot. And it was hot, yep. and um, I started to cramp in my in my forearm of all places, and then that led to some elbow oh, uh, soreness, and, yep. and then it got to the point where my elbow was really bothering me. So yep. I actually had to take myself out and. You know, forty-seven years old, and I was throwing well, but I, I just, I just couldn't, couldn't go anymore. So yeah. it was, it was a little frustrating. And, yeah. and to be perfectly honest with you, I'm, I'm training because I want to do it again. Okay. I, I didn't like how that ended. I didn't like okay. how that ended last yep. year. Yep. This year, gotcha. I didn't like how it ended. So, yep. so I want to, I want to play with my son on the field and not. That was actually, you're not going to believe this when I tell you. That was actually the very first time. I had to come out of a game in that uniform. Every I've pitched, yep. I've pitched probably over fifty games for mechanics. Yep, I've never had to been taken out. Yep, so that was irritating too. Oh, so, well, yeah, that's exciting. Gonna, I, I, I want to pitch next year. When I heard Good about on. that, you know, well, it didn't surprise me to be to begin with, but and then I saw the article and and how you came in and like you said, I think gave up one hit, right? I gave up one hit, yeah. And yeah. I was I think I think the young bitch was impressed with how the old so, man threw. So 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 would you still say that your your bread and butter is your, your cut fastball? Is that your bread and yeah. butter I think you used to call I, it? That's that's my bread and butter. I've learned <laughs> to pitch a little bit more. Um, I still threw eighty to eighty three, uh, which isn't hard anymore, but it's hard enough to keep them honest. Mm-hmm. You know they can't they can't just sit on soft. But um, my 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 changeup's good, my cutter's yep. good, my curveball's good. Um, and then I can locate I can locate my fastball like a champion. You yep. just put your glove up, I'll I'll, I'll hit it. So yep. Yeah. I can I can still get guys out. No, that's yep. that's pretty that's pretty good. Here I am. I always make jokes about my my uh, physique. You know where I am right now. Kind of the hell. Al Bundy's an actually great for me. That'd be an upgrade to say Al Bundy. Uh, but then I got guys, you know, friends like you guys that are still out there competing, competing with oh. college athletes and running yeah. Ironman competitions and these mud well, run things. If they, if they with me, I'm, like, I'm not sure if I told Bicel, but I ain't pitching next year. Yeah. <laughs> and then other days I feel like, yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know how that is. No. Oh, that's great. Well, hey, um, I think we're going to wrap it. Is there anything, is there anything that, that, that we didn't talk about that you had on your mind or you wanted to, to talk? I appreciate the walk down no, memory I lane. Believe, no, I know. I just want to, I just want to thank you. This is phenomenal. I can't believe you remember all the, all the stuff you do. Yeah, you you know, I'll say this too, uh, uh, try to talk through things relating to my guests, but it's going to be a little selfish of me right now because I've always said with my kids and and others, you know, not even relating to a conversation about my kids, that I've always, I've always felt lucky. You know, I have great family, 
and I've, I've got, I always had great friends around me and uh-huh. uh, not just because of the last, what, I don't know, well, being a parent and raising kids or youngest just graduating college, but, but always being thankful for the friends that I had growing up and the circle, you know, like mm. the, the people around me and their parents as well. And just, I've just got great, great memories, you know, so many, so yeah. many great memories and, and they're all mostly related to playing sports. You know, I, I didn't raise my yeah. kids. Yeah. Um, I, 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 they didn't see me necessarily being a huge sports fan per se even though i was things but and they didn't yeah, all yeah, play yeah. sports they kind of did their own thing but but uh you know just playing football basketball baseball and and just that camaraderie and being around good people or really great people uh i just have so many fond memories and and you yeah. guys are a big part of that you know uh some guys we talked about here today some we didn't but you know such a great group of guys and I, I applauded you guys, you and Kyle and Tom and Mitch and I mean Aaron, just so many people. The list goes on. Yeah, uh, just really lucky well, to my, have grown up, you know, with you guys. Well, you know, one of my favorite quotes is "Gratitude is the highest form of thought." It's happiness doubled by wonder. And when I hear you talk and when I listen to your podcast, it comes across. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm thankful for you. I think you're doing a great job. And, yeah, let me know if you ever want to talk again. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be great. I, and I do kind of feel feel weird now. So I kind of, you know, I'm obviously going to invite Kyle on, but now I'm wondering, I'm like, okay, is he feeling like he's the, oh, yeah, I'm second or I'm the plus one, you know? Uh, or No, if he, he needs to be second. He's always first. <laughs> he came out first. I think he I goes text- second. I think I texted him a while back when we first talked about this. I think I mentioned to him that, that I was going to yeah. ask you to be on. But, yeah, it'll be fun to, to talk to him, well, too. Well, if, but... if you get him on, get your the source out. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. No, that's that's great. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's funny, uh, you know, seeing some of, you know, all of his things, all the coaching and, and the videos even, too. Yeah. But, but, you know, it just takes me back because – not in a negative way, but I think you probably agree that there were times where at least one or two of our coaches in a loving way had to remind Kyle that he, that they were the coach yeah. of the team. He, he's a natural born coach. He's right? a lead. Like he yes. Exactly. He came out of the room to tell people how to do things. And again, not in a negative way. I'm just, it was in a loving no, way. No, you know, it's kind of like, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bless. He's a born leader. He really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So it was. He sure is. Yeah. It was great. It was great. Uh, yeah, it was great uh, growing up, walking the halls with you guys. And I just wish that maybe your your work ethic and and your commitment to academics could have rubbed off a little bit more on me. I don't know. I was told I, my kids have heard this story too that I was told by a coach and counselor, school counselor, one of the many times that I was I received a talking to about my grades and potential eligibility that you know the outside of the school walls says R L H S not YMCA. You have to come here to go to school. It's not a YMCA. Um, that was kind of funny, but uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, good, good times, and it was Absolutely. great. Always I, great I catching up with you. Time. 
Yeah, yeah. Yep. Awesome. Awesome uh, to catch Thanks up. Thanks again, Jamie. Yep. Good talking with you. Ladies and gentlemen, right. my good friend, Brett Wagner. Take care, Jamie. All right. Well, that's going to do it for episode number six of Borderline Offensive. Special thanks to my good friend, Brett Wagner, for joining us today. For those of you who don't know Brett or Kyle, super, super athletes and even better people. So glad to still have the opportunity to call them good friends. And I'd like to thank all my other good friends out there for joining us today. Hopefully you stay tuned next week. We've got Granny Games coming up real soon, so take a look at the Facebook page or my Facebook page, Borderline Offensive, or my personal Facebook page. We'll be soliciting for volunteers again to play everyone's favorite game, Granny Games. Thanks again for tuning in. Again, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, drop me an email, give me a call, send me a text. We'll talk to you guys later.